Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Okay, so. Episode. Yeah, I guess if I just talk like. If I, what if I talk like this? Yeah, great. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> it's Drawback Gaming. And I'm from America, the South specifically. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the intro to episode <laughs> one forty-three. <laughs> hey, hey here we welcome! Are. Something different for once. <laughs> Normally, it's just me going, "Hey, whoa!" <laughs> Not anymore. Now we do. What do you call Our that? Favorite like, impressions. It's like. <laughs> Mildly veiled, but not veiled racism, I guess. <laughs> well, 15% of Australians are mildly racist. The rest are full-time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, a, what an episode we got yeah, in store well, for you today. Exactly. <laughs> we're just uh, trying to you know, set a tone because we're talking about um, two games that have come out recently. Uh, the first one... Matt's been playing yeah, uh, Mortal Kombat 11, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that one uh, is a, a known for being a little violent, and I think this one they've tried to top that again. Yeah, it's like some of the moments, I um, so one of the downsides of this game is that there's a really big focus on microtransactions. There's right. all these different currencies, right? Why do they kill games with this stuff? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who in charge goes, hey, let's just, instead of focusing on making a really fun game to play, let's focus on a game that overtly drives people towards Mm. needing to buy shit. Yeah. Because I'm sure it's still a fun game. Because they've nailed it 10 times in a row. The fighting in it is like top notch. Mm. It's so good. And the story is really good as well. But all the customization stuff, which I'll get into a bit later, is all requiring you to buy open these boxes in the crypt which cost various different currencies and one of the ways that people are getting the currency is that you can set up the battles to fight with an ai Uh so that your character is played by ai wow and so they just automatically fight through the fight all you have to do is press continue at the end to go to the next fight on a tower and you get the you get the currency or whatever that is awarded at the end so if the character automatically does a fatality which they almost always do then you get five hearts or whatever the fuck the currency is for getting fatalities yeah and um yeah people have just been like putting it on autoplay and setting it aside which is what a waste of time yeah so there's some stuff in it that it is a bit um off-putting but generally i'm enjoying it mm-hmm. yeah i just thought i'd mention the ai thing because it was like you know you don't I seen that in games before you don't even have to play it you yeah. just set it up and like there's a trophy for doing i think five ai battle battles or something where you just let the ai fight for you <laughs> thanks for buying our game now sit yeah. back and do nothing and like there's reddit pages like Reddit posts of people who have set up a little like motor that turns every three seconds or something and oh. it has a little arm and it's like yep. and it's clicking the X button on the controller <laughs> and they've just like set it up so they just put it on the endless tower mode yeah. and the thing just fights until it dies yeah. and it can get to they were saying like one of the noob cybot builds you can get to like the high 50s wow in the endless tower just on AI that's a lot of hearts so you just have this little thing going yeah wow so or you can buy a turbo controller yeah but i'm just like why do that so i guess both of the games this week that we're talking about are a bit um on the nose in a way Mm -hmm. or at least disappointing the other one matt's alluding to just there is days gone which just came out as well yeah which is a ps4 exclusive and like coming off the back of you know, Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, Marvel yeah. Spider-Man, Detroit Become Human. They're like, they've been primo games. Yeah, they've been killing it. And then Days Gone, like, and to be fair, Days Gone has got a few top mark reviews out there. 
but I don't see how. Yeah, neither do I. Um, but we will but get, we'll into, get that. into that a little we'll bit. We'll talk later. about Mortal Kombat first as we've just started, mm. um, and we'll we'll get on to Days Gone because there's yeah. a few things in that that I want to discuss too. Yeah. So Mortal Kombat 11 follows on from Mortal Kombat X, which is the last one. Now we've got a disclaimer here. Matt's been an absolute fanboy of all Mortal Kombat games. If you haven't heard this before, mm. he's played them all. Oh shit! You know, got RSI in his hands from you know button mashing. F- for days. Uh, Tendonitis, <laughs> I believe. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, the reason I was t- telling the story about the AI, it trailed off at the end. <laughs> we were talking about how gory it is. Mm. Um, I had it on AI last night. I was playing Mortal Kombat on my phone on the mobile app, <laughs> which I've literally played more than the fucking PS4 game. Wow. Um, and I was sitting there playing that, just like doing my daily challenges on it or whatever. And I thought, oh, I'll set up Mortal Kombat 11 doing some AI battles while I'm doing this. Yeah, Why enough. not? See if yeah. I can get some currency while I'm sitting here not doing anything. And I look up and I was playing as Noob Cybot. And his fatality is like he grabs, I think he cuts open their guts and then like holds his hand there and the smoke comes out. Oh. Goes inside them and he makes like a sort of negative version of himself. Like he makes these decoy versions. Yeah, and this thing like sticks its hands out of the mouth and just tears them in half and then there's like Noob Cybot just standing there like, whoa. Oh, God. And I looked up and saw that and I was like, fuck. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Give give my man some warning. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, the gore levels. (laughs) (laughs) I've just stepped it up. There's some of them where I just watch and I go, are you serious? Hmm. And they changed, one of the things they changed, um, something that they brought in in uh, the Mortal Kombat, I think it was in number nine, which was the one where they rebooted the whole series in yeah. 2011 or whenever that was. Mm. Um, they brought in x-ray moves where yeah. you'd build up your special bar and then you'd slam down both triggers and, and it would do this move. Bones and yeah, everything. bones yeah. cracking and everything. Yeah. So now... Um, that was in the last one as well, and now in this one they've changed it so that instead of your power bar getting full and then doing it, it's this thing called fatal blow instead of X-ray move. Okay. And once your health gets down to like a fifth of your health left, it yeah. flashes fatal blow around your health bar. Mm-hmm. And if you press your two triggers, then you do the move. Yeah. You only can do it once in a fight, like in a two-round okay, fight, yeah, you can only yeah. do it once, which mm-hmm. is fair. But if you miss. You can't do it again for like 10 seconds Okay. to try it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, some of the moves in that, I, like it's kind of weird that that's the only way you do it. Because if you do it like a flawless victory, you mm. don't get the, chance, get the to chance to use that move. Yeah, that's right. Which is a little... Because fr- I loved mm. using the x-rays as a finisher. Yeah. But unless you're almost dead. Mm. But it does make for a cool little thing when you're almost dead. And as soon... You know that if their thing says fatal blow, your move will kill them. Yeah. Your fatal blow move will finish them. Yeah. So you're just beating them down, beating them down, and as soon as it says fatal blow under theirs, as long as you've got yours, you use it, and you know you're going to beat them. Yeah. Unless they block it, but oh, yeah. some of those moves are like I think um, Katana or one of those has one that's um. It's like a knife blade goes up through the skull oh, under the chin and you're like, that would kill you. Oh, but yes. if the person has full health and you do the fatal blow move on them, they lose a fair bit of health, like yeah. about a fifth or a quarter of their health, but they can still live. And like Aaron <laughs> Black, who's the guy with the, like he's like a cowboy guy. Yeah. He literally shoots them in the head oh. and you see all the brains and shit go out the back and then it's like, okay, keep fighting. <laughs> You're like, what? I don't need those. It's just a flesh wound. Yeah. But there's certain things, like if you time a counter well, like if someone goes to throw a punch and then you uppercut them just before, yeah, and you time it perfectly, then that uppercut becomes like a super-powered uppercut. And it oh, does cool. an x-ray view of you just crushing their skull with your fist. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, fighting in it is really, really good. Mm. The story is... Um, so, when it rebooted in Mortal Kombat 9... Basically, the idea was that Raiden was unhappy with how the world had gone because the last official Mortal Kombat game where okay. fuckloads of characters died and it was the apocalypse. Yeah. And so in the reboot, it was like, this isn't how the world was meant to go. Rewinds time and tries to change history. Well, there you which, go. 
allowed them to replay the Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3 stories, but yeah. slightly differently. Mm-hmm. And then it led to the different events that happened, like um, Shinnok becoming all-powerful and turning Liu Kang and Kung Lao into like revenant versions of themselves where they're evil. Wow. And okay. yep. so the story in this one is it's time warping again. The idea is that there's this all powerful person. Even Raiden could do all this time warping. Yeah. There's this, yeah. no, there's this all powerful person called Kronika, who's this woman and her job is to be in charge of the sands of time, which is basically a giant hourglass. Of course. And apparently she is the architect of the world and the universe because she decides how things play out more or less like Mm -hmm. there's still an element of um human control over it where like we can control our own destinies but generally we live based on how she's drawn the world to be yeah Yeah, okay um and so she's pissed because raiden went back in time and changed the way things happened yeah and so she's like i'm gonna restart time without Raiden wow so and she brings in all these characters that have got a grudge against Raiden to help back her up and defend her while she's doing her magic or whatever Mm -hmm. and the timelines get split so there's characters who have died or become evil like Liu Kang and Kung Lao yeah and this time warp opens and the timeline from just after Mortal Kombat 1 I think it is where Shang Tsung gets defeated in the um, Mortal Kombat, yeah, those characters get fast forwarded into the future. So there's wow. like, um, it's I think it's, depth, really, yeah. So it? Mortal Kombat X, they introduced Jackie Briggs, which was Jax Briggs' daughter, yeah, and Cassie Cage, who was Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade's daughter. Mm-hmm. And so, um, basically, the old, like young versions of Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade get fast forwarded through time. Okay. And yep. it just creates this weird sort of like, there's two yeah. Johnny Cages and it's just, it's kind of confusing, but it's cool as well to see the characters interacting, like young Jacks talking to old Jacks. Wow. And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And characters who have been like Kung Lao and Liu Kang before they've been turned into Revenants. And they're like, you know, why would we ever turn against Raiden? Yeah, what, exactly. And then, you know, they're getting, hearing about what happened and how Raiden, because Raiden kind of went evil. Because mm-hmm. he was like... He went a bit nuts. He wanted to defend Earthrealm at all costs. Yeah. And, um, yeah, anyway, so the story is really cool and well thought out. And mm. I, it's really enjoyable. The story mode's fun, as is the case in all of the Mortal Kombat games that I've played. Re- like, since the reboot, the stories have just been phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Um, on top of that, you've got the online, which is your classic versus the King of the Hill, you know, the usual story. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a couple of elements that they've brought in from Injustice. So obviously, NetherRealm Studios make Mortal Kombat and, and Injustice, Injustice, and yeah. they alternate them. Mm-hmm. So in Injustice 2, they intro- introduced customization where you could get different pieces of equipment to, to change your armor and the way your character looked. Mm-hmm. And the end result tended to be that you could have a character that looks completely different like you could have a Batman that looks one way and a Batman that looks completely different based on what armor and equipment you've given Mm -hmm. them yep and it also made some changes to the way they played as well like maybe giving bonuses or boosts to certain special moves and things like that Mm -hmm. so they've copied that into Mortal Kombat 11 at kind of in a way and the other thing which um they brought in his Towers of Time, which is a online sort of challenge mode. So uh, I'll just quickly talk about the challenge mode because I want to go into the customization a yeah, little bit. Yeah. But the mm-hmm. challenge mode, basically, you go to the Tower of Ta- Towers of Time page and there's a few different like towers that mm-hmm. you can pick. Yeah. And each one has certain um, unlocks that you'll get if you beat it. But they're challenging in the way that you might have hands appear under the, off like reaching out of the ground to hold you and if they grab you they stun you and the other okay. person gets the chance to fuck you up wow. or like meteors falling from the sky or the world tilts and just mm-hmm. random stuff like that which were in previous Mortal Kombat games um now in this one they've introduced consumables with a k of oh, course, yeah, of course. Yeah. where you can have a consumable mm. that might say 
boosts your special moves or you'll have reptile might appear and attack like randomly throughout the match to defend you or whatever shit like that so basically miniature boosts throughout the fight now consumables are purchased using Uh, uh, a currency that you buy with microtransactions you can get them otherwise you can unlock them in the crypt and stuff like that okay but the idea is there's a really strong push and those towers of time are fucking hard like injustice 2 had them where you could play through a whole batch of towers Mm. and you would unlock a special like catwoman skin or something like that yeah so in this they've introduced these consumables so the the difficulty level is just massive and people are bitching online about it because they're like why is this so hard it totally feels like you're just driving people to having to buy the microtransaction shit and of course the argument can be like oh why do you just get good at the game yeah but it shouldn't be such a strong push like i don't mind games where it's like you have the choice like assassins the way assassins creed does it where Mm. if you want to pay to unlock all the locations on your map to say where all the feathers are to pick up or some shit like that Yeah. yeah fucking oath i do that because I don't have time to go searching and look at a YouTube video. Exactly. I'll pay five bucks and have them all appear on my map. Yeah. But to make things intentionally so difficult that you are... You can't even complete them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's one of the things that's really pissing me off. But it's a, a thing that's been brought over from Injustice, those mm. towers. Yeah. Which is a cool thing, but if they're just way too hard. It's fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. And the prizes the rewards you get for completing them are like not that impressive yeah because going Mm. back to the customization the things that you unlock are equipment and skins as well as consumables like you might finish a tower of time and get like five of this consumable and five of this consumable and i haven't even been using them because i'm just like I just want to fight. I don't want to yeah exactly cheat like yeah I don't want to have to like and there's so many different ones so you'd be scrolling going oh which one will I use on this fight hmm and it'll bring up a tip when it's loading and be like consumables can help you win win hard difficulty fights Uh. and shit like that and I'm just like fuck off Mm -hmm. why overcomplicate it but the customization stuff that you can unlock is the skins which there is so many skins to unlock and basically all they most of them all they do is either change your character from revenant to normal so like Liu Kang, Kung Lao, Katana, Jade all have Revenant versions Mm -hmm. where they're basically just like a zombie version of themselves or something like that. So the skins that switch you between those two and then just changing the colors of your outfit for the most part, Hmm. which is like... Boring. Boring and there's like literally each character has like 30 or 40 skins to get. And it's like... Just all different colors. Yeah. So yeah, fair enough. That's frustrating. A bit different in Overwatch, where it actually completely changes the yeah. total look of your character. Yeah. Yeah. And Injustice Two had skins, but it was where it was more like a collection of the equipment that you could get. Yeah. So if you got mm-hmm. a premium skin from whatever the combat pack or whatever they called the season pass, mm-hmm. that would change the whole way your character would look. So you could look like if you were playing as the Flash you could wear a skin that would make your character look like the 1970s Flash who had the big metal hat and all that shit. Mm -hmm. Which is cool. Yeah, and I would love for that. Like, Imagine being able to get the different versions of Kung Lao from every game or whatever. That's right, yeah. So instead of just going, oh, I think I'll wear light green today. (laughs) Like, seriously. (laughs) And then the equipment that you can get, I've only looked at Scorpion because I looked at it and I was just like, I do not have time for this yeah, shit. Exactly. It's pointless. Mm-hmm. Scorpion has his spear, his katana sword, and a mask. Those are the three items that you can equip and mm-hmm. customize. And literally, they barely change what your character looks like. Such a waste of time. And each of them, they don't change your abilities at all. So in in Injustice 2, I'm pretty sure, unless I'm completely remembering wrong, Mm. I was of the belief that each fucking piece that you got changed how you're... Like, it changed your stats in some way. Whereas in this, all it does is uh, it's just aesthetic. Just changes your outward appearance. 
and then they have augmentations on the equipment but you have to play with them to unlock augment levels in the equipment so i just looked at it and went oh okay so i've unlocked the first augment on this thing that's like the um, standard Mm -hmm. what you wear to begin with and i sort of started clicking through the things i'd unlocked and there was like different shaped masks and shit like that yeah but all none of them had the augment unlocked. I was like, well, what's the point? Exactly. Except to say, oh, my character is personalized to what I want him to look like, except for the fact that it's just a mask. Exactly. And just what the spear looks like. And you're like, why yeah, bother? Right. Yeah. Why bother? Hmm. So, yeah, they've... And then, like, the crypt, where you go to unlock all of these bits and pieces and fatalities and brutalities are all locked. You get one for each and you unlock the other ones yeah they're all in the crypt which has always been the way but the crypt now it used to be that you could go online and go crypt locations and they would give you coordinates to all the ones that have like all the fatalities and shit because you can unlock art in there and music like the Mm -hmm. soundtrack and stuff like that and so if you're just wanting to unlock these other things first because why wouldn't you want to unlock the fatalities first you can go, oh yeah, cool. Go like beeline to that location, yeah. buy it. In the crypt in this, everything is randomized. Oh, wow. So so all the boxes are all in the same place, but yeah. what's in them is randomized. Mm. And then once you've cleared them all, and some of them cost like 250,000 coins to open. Wow. Which is nuts. Yeah. They gave away 500,000 coins and 10,000 souls and like 300 hearts as a goodwill thing because people are complaining about yeah, the crypt course. and the Towers of Time, and they're like, oh, as a goodwill, we'll give you this these free currencies. Which makes no- nothing for them anyway. Yeah. It loses and, them nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like some of the chests are like 1,800 bucks, like coins or whatever, and all the souls ones are generally 100 souls. So yeah. 10,000 souls, you can open 100 of those things, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But some of the coin ones can be 15 grand and then of course there's the top tier like 200 and it doesn't go everything up to 250 grand it's usually like 16 17 grand and then there's just a couple that are 250 yeah but still for you to go and spend 250 grand and then be like oh shit i've got trash yeah and then once you've cleared it all you can use chronica's time warp ability to reset everything in there and get different prizes. If you've still got the coins. Oh, you have to unlock the chests again, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But okay. you never know whether you're going to unlock a fatality or an art yeah, exactly. thing or just consumables. So it's basically crap. So, yeah, it's just a grind. Yeah. So yeah. you're like, oh, cool, I've got... Like I went in there last night and I had 100 grand in mm. coins and I went, oh, I'll just run around and just open every box that I see because yeah. at first I was, I'll only get the cheap ones, but the cheap ones tend to only have consumables and shit mm-hmm. in them. And then I went, no, I want to unlock everything. So I'll just go in with the money I have and open everything that I find yeah. until I run out of money. And I got like two good things. Wow. And everything else was like consumables and art. Yeah. Not that art is bad. Like I like looking at the concept art and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. But I enjoy that about games too. Like, oh, cool. I unlocked a skin that's fucking a different shade of blue like are you serious Mm -hmm. so that side of it it's like they've taken what has been working with the injustice and the previous mortal kombat games and just gone let's dial that up yeah times 10 yeah and i have no problem with developers and publishers trying to make more money by microtransactions but don't fucking overburden your game exactly. with that yeah. shit and that's yeah. what Mortal Kombat 11 looks that's like to right. me like just yeah. saying to you oh there's like coins souls hearts time shards yeah there's multiple kinds of ways like yeah. four that's different right. currencies yeah it's ridiculous and the mobile app's the same oh, like wow. the mobile app is the same app that was for the last Mortal Kombat game they've just like patched it with the new characters or whatever yeah and all it is is just like tap, 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 tap. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it has like three different microtransaction currencies as well. well. Not, But you're less inclined to fucking spend the money yeah, on the exactly. mobile app game yeah. because it doesn't drive you to needing it. Yeah. Like you can totally play that game. You can tap to your heart's content. Yeah, and like your characters have energy. And when yeah. the energy runs out, you spend one soul to refill their energy. 
Okay. But you can log on to your Mortal Kombat 11 on your PS4 or whatever, or, or Xbox, as long as your account's linked. Yeah. You yeah. get 40 souls for free per day just oh, for wow. logging on to the Mortal Kombat 11. So you can play yeah. without having to spend exactly. any money. Mm. So, and I suppose you can do that in Mortal Kombat 11 as well. But it's just an it's just a artificial way to extend the game with lame-ass right. grind yeah. that no one fucking cares about. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the customization, the way that Injustice 2 did it, made me really, really excited for Mortal Kombat 11 with customization, and it's just a it. massive letdown. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, in terms of the combat and the story and stuff, I'll give it a five out of five. But like, if you put it, all the other shit in it, yeah, it drags it down probably to a four. Wow. Three and a half, maybe. Probably yeah. a four. Because okay. you can get away with playing the really fun story and playing battles with your mates and yeah, stuff like yeah, that yeah, yeah. without all that bullshit. But it sucks that it's there. Yeah. yeah so it's enough. a bit frustrating. So, yeah, I've probably talked about that for long <laughs> enough. <laughs> well, speaking of um, microtransactions, um, I just recently, in the, the last PS sale, um, yeah. picked up. NBA 2K19 mm-hmm. for PlayStation. Classic um, yeah. microtransaction yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. It, it is basically they kind of just went, how can we make a game that has something to do with microtransactions? <laughs> yeah. And then went, basketball. Yeah. And it is literally built from the ground up. Everything is about microtransactions. Yeah, your virtual coins, virtual... Yeah, yeah it's VC, virtual, yeah. VC, virtual currency, yeah. Um and it's amazing, like you, a big part of this as well is the my team. It's yeah, it's it was in FIFA the last Ultimate one. Team. FIFA Ultimate Team, yeah, same thing. Um, there's a, a bigger push to play in this one as well. So yeah. they've actually tried to make it more in your face a little bit. Yeah, well, it's um, like in FIFA when you load up the game, usually the front screen is FIFA Ultimate Team. Yeah, if it's not yeah. the journey. That's right. Yeah, so, once got or it's like journey. a little picture of the journey and a big picture of FIFA Ultimate yeah, Team with yeah. whatever um, promotion they've got That's on at right. the moment. Yeah, and there's a lot of that in this as well. And you know, it's I've got to say, it's it's much better on the PlayStation than it is on the Xbox. Yeah, because we've talked. You've talked about the Xbox version yeah. of NBA 2K19 yeah. previously. And the one thing that I I said that I really wanted to compare the two of them was the graphics, firstly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm only playing it on standard Xbox you know, 1S and a, a standard PS4. They're not so pros not, or not one, Xboxes not or anything. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah. they're just the standards. But I thought the Xbox looked really pastel, so it made it look cartoony. Yeah. The colors just didn't seem right. Um, the shading of the characters didn't look right, so they didn't kind of... It was almost like it was done to pop a little bit more from the court so you could yeah. see them more, but it just made them look wrong. Like they were, yeah. like, like when you're watching a movie and it looks green screened, yeah. you're like there's difference there. There's no, yeah. there's nothing behind them type thing. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. kind of how it looked on the Xbox. But on the PlayStation, haven't noticed it. So obviously it's not as big of an issue. Yeah. Um, there's zero lag compared in nearly Which 99% is, of the that's cases. That's really weird, yeah, right? For, yeah. for PS4 to have less lag than Xbox. Yeah. Because yeah. the general consensus is that Microsoft are the networking kings. That's right, yeah. So, Well, it yeah. seems it seems between your controller and the console. Oh, not, not yeah. Not networking in the back end. Um, yeah. You know, you make, you make your move and it takes a quarter or a third of a second on the Xbox but doesn't on the PlayStation it's not as noticeable that's weird hey yeah that's yeah. got a, that's like a frame rate issue or something like that yeah that's it. they work by the frame rate controls how quickly you can respond that's right yeah. so yeah that's weird so hey? that, that was a bit, bit bizarre but because they meant to be pretty it. evenly like the, the original Xbox and original PS4 yeah yeah meant to be pretty evenly matched that's right and you know now Oh, I think I gave the Xbox a three, maybe. You know, Good question. Uh, it's been a while. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. There's something about the PlayStation that I'm really enjoying playing it on the PlayStation. and It's just a better, better feeling system, right? <laughs> I'm not getting into that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, 
Yeah, it's surprising to me that it, it's actually been like that because there's no real reason why I should enjoy it more than the other. You know, but I am really enjoying it and I'm wanting to play more. And you know, if anybody remembers, I played a crap ton seasons, like four seasons or something, which is 82 games per season plus your um, playoffs, plus your you know um, all-star games and all that kind of stuff. So I would have played a good 500 games. You gave it a basketball. four, by the way. A four on the Xbox? Yeah. There you go. So I'd give it a four and a half on the PlayStation, which is kind of scary. Um, so anyway, that gets those out of the way. Um, we can get on to the game that probably a lot of people have been wanting us to talk about, if anything. Yeah, I've been... Um, I was actually distracted from Mortal Kombat 11 by Days Gone, which I didn't think would happen. And given how, I guess, kind of average Days Gone is, yeah. it's disappointing that that has... I've been more inclined Taking to play that, that than Mortal Kombat because yeah. of all the bullshit. True. Which is odd to me. Mm, yeah. And and as you say, average, I think, is... is a good way to sum up a lot of days gone. Yeah. Um, right from the very start, it tries to put you in a, um, like a, an intense kind of position, you know, like there's helicopters trying, like you're trying to get to the helicopter to, to get away and there's zombies everywhere and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but it just, it seems lame. It seems like a poor man's The Last of Us to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's things in it that are cool. Yeah. And the fact that it's an open world is cool. That's been okay, but, yeah. Um, it's had its downfall as well. Yeah, some of, of some of the dialogue, you're just like, are you serious? Mm. Who wrote this? <laughs> so, and there's just things. I don't know how far you've got into it, but there's... So there's that I initial... I haven't played it literally in a week. I haven't even picked up the, yeah. and looked at it. So there's this initial... Um, the, the initial cutscene that you just mentioned is where you're, you play as Deacon, who is this biker dude who mm. hangs out with a guy called Boozer. Yeah, something like Boozer that. Boozer and Deacon. Yeah. And um, basically, Deacon got married to some chick, and they're trying to escape. She obviously likes neck tattoos, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> and backwards caps. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, there's a cutscene later in the game where it, like, it's a flashback to their wedding, and he's wearing his backwards cap oh, at the cool. wedding. And you're just like, that's Classic. Deacon. That's yeah. that's Deacon that's to a T. Deacon all over. Yeah. <laughs> Deacon head. Wait, Deacon, Deacon out. Mouth. Deacon out. I don't know how many times I've heard him say that, and I'm like, why do you keep saying that? <laughs> you know, like you have your conversation, you're done, and then he's like, yeah, Deacon out. It's like, fuck, dude. He's, he's a radio dude. He's yeah. a radio dude. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So this initial cutscene. <laughs> Your girl, your wife Sarah gets stabbed in the guts, and you're basically trying to get her on this helicopter, and you convince the guy to take her, and then you stay there with Booze Man <laughs> to just suffer in the fucking shit. And then there's a cutscene later on when you, as you go through the game, and it's a flashback cutscene to the events leading up to getting to the helicopter. Oh, okay. And when she gets stabbed, so she like sees a kid on the ground with a hood over its head. She's like, hey, are you okay? Goes over to it and it's one of the little baby zombie Zombies, guys. Yeah, yeah. And it just like shanks her. It seems to like, they like hanging out on roofs. Yeah. I don't know what it is about baby zombies and roofs. It's weird. But yeah, anyway. it shanks her and then runs away and they're like, ah, oh, shit. And you know, <laughs> she's getting septic because her kidney's been cut or something like that. And then it replays, and there's several moments during that cutscene. It went to like four different scenes yeah, throughout. Yeah, it it was does. a pretty long cutscene. Yeah. It was there to set the whole main frame of the game up. Well, I'm talking about the later on version of oh, it. Oh, okay, yeah. And yeah. there's like every time the scene ended, I was like, okay, cool, I'm going to play in the past. Yeah. It was like, oh, we've got to go through here, but there's someone shooting at us, and it's like you in cover. And then it fades to black and you're like, oh cool, it's going to fade back and I'm going to be in charge of him shooting. No, it just goes to the next scene. And I'm like, (laughs) what? And then it replayed the whole loading her onto the helicopter scene. Wow. I was like, are you serious? Doesn't make any sense. Just time wasting. Yeah. 
And, and that's what that game feels like. Yeah, it does. Time wasting yeah. is probably a good describer for it. There's so <laughs> many things where you just like, there's so much to do, but it lacks depth. Mm. So well, there's, it's there's a bit the, frustrating. I, I kind of thought it was a bit funny at, at one point. There's a, a um, and I know I mentioned this to you before, there's like a, a tunnel that, and all the tunnels have like, broken down cars and trucks and smashed into each other and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you have to jump and off your car to bloody push something out of the way. Yeah, yeah, which gets a bit annoying. Um, but kind of okay at the same time. Like, interesting to have those. Yeah. You know, because some of them will have, like, um, a, a zombie uh, nest in them, they call them. So you've got to go in and clear the nests out as well. Um, other ones will have just lots of loot rooms where you can go in and find a Band-Aid in a loot room which yeah. is cool this uh, happens to be and I like how you need rags to make molotovs and you can literally walk up to an abandoned campsite that is full of dead <laughs> bodies and rags yeah and literally none of you can't just no, you walk can't up to a blanket anything. and go oh I've got this boot knife mm. I'll just cut my way out of here yeah. cut a piece out of this for no. my next molotov no. yeah can't do that it has to be a little white square on the ground <laughs> exactly <laughs> which is fucking but, weird you get through this one tunnel and there's this um, facility on the other side which was kind of like a checkpoint. And it was used by the, the um, government scientists. Yeah, a know, Nero checkpoint. They Nero call them. checkpoint, yeah. I keep thinking of DARPA. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. What's DARPA in? Is that... Um, Isn't that like Lost or something? No, is that... Uh, oh, it could be. Or Resident Evil? Is it DARPA know. something in... I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, can anybody who rem- who knows DARPA, just write in and let us know what that is. That'll be cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, you go in and this is where you get your upgrade. So you always find in each one of these little facilities, there's like an injection thing that you can give yourself, which will increase your health or stamina or reflexes. And, you know, pretty cool to get these, but you've got to... To be able to get inside them, you've got to scout the area, find the fucking um, petrol, the petrol to get the engine going. And some of the them will have yeah. a um, like there'll be a fuse that's blown, so you've got to randomly go and find the fuse. Anyway, you get them and you turn the generator on, which turns on the speakers for the DARPA control systems. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, this is a checkpoint. Blah blah, blah and it starts blaring out, and all the zombies run to it. Yeah. So you open the doors, you get inside, you close the doors. Yeah. And then you're allowed to just kind of chill inside them and... but Be the, stuck. The thing that annoys me is that when you're on your bike and you're riding and you've got petrol and you fill your tank up, yeah, it will last about five minutes yeah. on a full tank of driving your motorbike. Right? Yeah. In these Nero service station places... <laughs> The petrol lasts forever. It never runs oh, the out. Generator, Once you fill yeah. it up, it <laughs> you never ever runs out. It's just gone. Yeah. yeah. And I don't get how... Why is that such a hard thing for them to go, well, petrol doesn't last very long anymore. Oh, well, let's just forget about it. All we needed was for you to find the petrol and then it'll last forever over yeah. this side. It's just like a primer. It dumb. actually runs off uh, fumes. Off zombie breath. Fart. Yeah, so, fart, so, zombie farts. Yeah. <laughs> so luckily it calls and the zombie farts come. Yeah, it just needs the fuel to start it and then it's like yeah. a self-perpetuating motor. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah I like it. Um, the fuel running out thing is annoying, but you can upgrade yeah. your fuel tank as you play through. Yes, you can. Yeah. But you have to build up trust with a camp, which in and of itself is a bit frustrating like this so i've unlocked two camps so far yep the second one the first one has the mechanic to upgrade your bike yeah. the second one has guns Is that the old lady yeah and yeah you can buy guns there yeah. but all the guns are locked out by needing to get the trust level up yeah which so, i thought was and they're not annoying. even that good no no i actually thought that was pretty annoying because the first time i went to like I started loading the game mm. and it downloaded to a certain point where I could actually play yeah. 60% or whatever it was. And I started playing and then it never told me anything about going to this camp. Yeah. And I started running around and then my bike got stolen. That's when you get to road, go to the camp. And that's yeah. when you get to go there. And I was like, 
okay, well, now I've got to go to this place and I'm not sure what it is. So I come around the corner and there's just this big gate and there's like, you know, tower guards standing on top of this big fence and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I pull out my sniper rifle standing back as far as I can <laughs> and I'm like, what's going to happen here? I got no idea. So I start trying to pick them off and the bullet just flies straight through the dude's head and yeah. I don't hit anything. I'm like, well, that was really weird. Like maybe I have to get a little bit closer because maybe the bullet drop was so much that it literally just dropped onto the ground and stopped. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm only about that is 100 weird. meters that is away. Weird. I just walked up and it, the gate opened and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, as soon as I saw these guys, I was like, okay, well, there's got to be something weird here because I'm going to get myself killed as soon as I go near him. Cause there's, like four dudes standing on yeah, top of this yeah, tower yeah. with machine guns. So I'm like, okay, I've got to approach really carefully. But once I've gone in there and I did all that crap and then I've come out and I've done a few other things, there's really... What I find is missing in this game mm-hmm. is there's nothing scary. Yeah. There is nothing that kind of a zombie game should have, which is in, holy shit, I'm going to die at any moment. When you see the hordes, you almost have that feeling. Yeah. That you can get away from them. Oh, quite When easily, you start yeah. taking them on, though. Yeah, it But might the be way different. I was, you, you save at the bike, so you can quick save. So I just quick save, and then I go, I, I read somewhere that the hordes hibernate during the day. Yep. So if you find a cave that they're hibernating in, you can go in quietly and see all these this horde just like standing around. Oh wow. And it would like I feel like that would be a moment where you'd be like, fuck. Well that's the only time in that um uh I Am Human movie with Will Smith. Yeah, yeah I, I that, Robot, yeah. I, no, 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 it's I, the I, um, oh, I Am Legend. I Am Legend, yeah. Yeah. Where he walks into a room and they're all standing there all grouped up. Yeah, and that's and a Last of like, Us thing as well. Fuck. Yeah, it is too, yeah. Where you're just like ah, but in Last of Us you're like Fuck. Yeah, exactly. Whereas in this, I'm just like, I'll just save on my bike outside and then I'll just go in and if I die, I'll just relay yeah, exactly. the bike. <laughs> so, yeah. whatever. And I found that with everything now, every time I go, oh, I wonder what will happen here if I do this, I just save. Yep. And then it automatically loads me back mm-hmm. straight away. And then you go, okay, well, now I know what happened. I guess I can't go in yeah. there. Yeah. But I was actually having this conversation on, uh, on Saturday night with some friends and... Um, yeah, they said, you know, what are, you, what are your thoughts of the game? And I said, well, it is missing a lot. It's it's very basic. Mm. Um, it just feels like a game. Yeah, it, it feels like something that you're removed from. Um, mm. And plus know, the characters are annoying. There's a lot fuck. of it that actually really annoys me now about the game. Um, yes, the characters are first and foremost. They're boring. I have no connection with any of them. I couldn't give a fuck what happens to yeah. any of them. And every time um, they talk, I'm just like, shut up. Yeah. Especially Deacon. Yeah. He's so annoying. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He just... Uh, it's yeah. like sometimes he's trying to be this tough biker dude, and other times he forgets. And he's just like, ah, oh, boozer, you know, I just want to tell you that I love you. Um, but it'd be like so gay, I can't. You it's know? so cliche too with really that boozer is. guy. Yeah. Everything's a cliche. Yeah. But like you'll hear... Um, a radio announcement, a radio broadcast. Yeah. And then after it, he'll be like, oh, I guess that ain't the fucking case. Because <laughs> exactly. we're all fucked. <laughs> It'll be Copeland, the camp uh, leader, being like, people, right? Yeah, being no, like, my happened. dad, my dad, when I was young, used to take me out and we built bunkers so we could survive. And then like, I'm just going into a bunker when that starts playing. Uh, yeah. And then I get out of the bunker and he stops talking and, and Deacon's like, that didn't fucking help these guys because I guess they ain't here, so they're all fucking dead. And I'm like, fuck, mate. This is not good dialogue. No, exactly. Like, who are you talking to? Yeah, that's it. You're just a dick. <laughs> well, the uh, other things that annoy me are the. They should be normal things in a game now. And, like, it was Far Cry 3, I think it was, that had. Um, you know, the grass burn. So yeah. if you paid attention to whether the... Far Cry um, 2 had that, I think, where you'd send, you'd throw a yeah. off and it'd just and it keep just burning. Spread. Yeah. yeah. You know, you'd pay attention to the way the wind was blowing and then you could throw your Molotov and burn out that area. Yeah. Um, 
with this, it actually really pisses me off because it seems like a normal thing that games should have now. Yeah. And... and if maybe not spread with the wind or anything, but just spread a little bit. Yeah. With this, it doesn't. Like, you throw a Molotov into very, very thick grass that's all very dry. Yeah. And there'll be, like, four or five zombies standing around it. And they all catch on fire. The grass catches on fire. And they start walking off and they're in on fire. Nothing else catches fire, though. Yeah. Like the grass just around where the fire started yeah. doesn't burn. Assuming you've even got those zombies to go, catch fire because the Molotov's hit circle is so small. <laughs> True. It is, isn't it? It's like, like a two-meter or three-meter hit circle yeah. on the ground. And one of the things that you've got to do in the game is clear these infestation nests. Mm. And what they are is basically a building where there's a bunch of twigs and shit blocking up a door yeah. because it's become it's been made into a nest and you have to throw a Molotov directly at it. Mm. And I've had a couple of times, and you can only hold three Molotovs at a time. I oh, assume you can, you can upgrade, upgrade yeah, that later, yeah. but I threw a couple of times, I've thrown a Molotov at what I thought was the door, mm-hmm. and it's just burned for a second and then gone out. Yeah, And then it's like, what mm. the fuck? So I have to like aim again and slightly miss. Yeah, But mm. um, yeah. It is very frustrating. There's, some, there's just a few um, things where you're like, the motorbike Why? riding is horrendous. I don't really mind it that much now that I'm used to how it, how it controls. Yeah. But it's... Like, you you press circle to drift on a bike. Like, what? Yeah, exactly. I've never seen that before. Yeah, that's weird. But what annoys me is that if you're... Like, it's really twitchy. If you're on a motorbike, you can't twitch or you fall off. Yeah. You know, like, that's, that's just, just how it yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. You have to go fluidly. That's why you lean into corners. Otherwise, you just go and do a 40-degree turn on yeah. a motorbike. In this, it kind of seems like it's really twitchy, and it, it really pisses me off. You can do some pretty sharp turns with yeah. no worries. And you should be, when you're on it, like I, I reference it to driving a boat. You know, like you have to kind of go with the flow of things. Yeah. Or you fucking are going to drown. Yeah. On a motorbike, you're just going to fall off. Yeah. But you literally can just kind of go, you know, tap, tap, tap. And it's, it just really does like a pull on the, the stick, which is bizarre. I don't yeah. get that. And when you're driving at high pace up a little mountain trail, yeah. you, know, you need to be able to control it. And if you can't, because you tap one direction and it kind of pulls 90 degrees, you know? Like, yeah. So what the fuck? I can't ride fast and that would yeah. be more fun. But then when you have to reverse it's like the goddamn slowest thing on the <laughs> planet yeah. so if you yeah. accidentally hit something mm-hmm. and there's a horde coming by the time you've like backed out to straighten up they're fucking on you yeah yeah exactly so and it is it's easy to hit yeah. things too which is annoying yeah, yeah. things and but there is a, a few things that are cool in the game so we're kind of shitting on it but yeah. in terms of cool things the hordes are probably the highlight of the game. Like, they're the thing Agreed. that sets it apart from other zombie games. And yeah. I've destroyed one horde, and that was just out of pure luck. It's where there's a train broken down over a rail bridge. Mm-hmm. And if you drive under the rail bridge, they all pour out of this container, like this wow. um, this carriage. Yeah, They just pour out down onto the road and chase you. Mm-hmm. And so I happened to have found an attractor bomb Oh, nice. which is basically a thing that you throw and it makes loud noises. They all run towards it and it blows, it blows up and up. fucks them up. Wow. And I haven't found another one of those. Yeah, I found, that's cool. I found a bunch of attractors mm-hmm. that attract them but don't do shit. Wow. Um, and because explosives like pipe bombs and stuff are so few and far between, mm. you know, yeah, you, that's true. you throw an attractor and then throw a pipe bomb, but you have to, second of all, you have to be really close to be able to do it. But yeah. I managed to... I threw the attractor. I didn't realize it was a bomb. (laughs) And I picked off a few of them, shooting at them and trying to throw Molotovs up into the train and then run back. Mm -hmm. And then I threw this thing and it was like, uh, okay, a tractor. And it just, they all just ran towards and it blew up and it cleared the horde. And I was like, oh, sweet. It's like, ding, trophy, you killed your first horde. I was like, sweet. I want more of those. And you know what I got for it? A bunch of swarmer ears and that's it. Oh, wow. So like the, 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 reward for destroying an entire horde maybe yeah. just like experience and stuff like that but in terms mm. of like loot out of them yeah yeah 
are pretty shit. Well, but those those ears are current, kind of the currency that you get in game. Yeah, like it, it's you going to the other settlements and stuff, mm. and you can buy things with however many ears oh, you've collected. You, you give the ears in at and the you, bounty table, and it gives you credits. Yeah, which you can use and trust. It raises the trust with yeah, the fair um, enough. people. Yeah. But like a it's couple kind of the... weird. Like I wouldn't want to be carrying around seventy or eighty zombie ears. Yeah, that exactly. just seems weird. And also so... like six deer carcasses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, but there's That's other one, cool another things. Thing like... When you like skin them, you know, mm. like in in Red Dead, um, you do that. But nearly every single time you do it in this game, his deacon's like, mm, meat." And it's like, what? That's psycho. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so bizarre. It's weird. And then you look at the carcass and there's like a small hole in it. <laughs> and the whole thing is still there. You're like, dude, that's pretty wasteful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're probably going to attract some oh, zombies. Lots of zombies to eat it. Yeah, but um, there's been a few cool things that I like. Um, ambushes. You get ambushed every now and then, mm-hmm. which is... I've sort of found it to be pretty easy to deal with them generally, yeah. but like occasionally you'll come fucking hurling down the road and there'll be a rope across the road. Yeah, I got and it just stung by that. Wipes you out yeah. off the bike. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had one where I was tracking something, and as I was creeping along, I stepped in a snare and it hung me from a tree. Have you had oh, that? Oh yeah, happen? I've had that too. Yeah, yeah. And then they yeah. come out and knock you out, and you yeah. wake up in this in a cage. In this cage, but then. They've taken everything except for your boot knife. <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly. like, you fucking left me with a knife, which happens to be the thing I open every lock with. <laughs> yeah. You know? That made me laugh. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm trapped. Oh, wait a minute. I'm out and I just shank everyone. Yeah. No worries. Well, that's the other thing that's probably been the one of the small highlights for me is that sneaking. Mm. Um, but they make it so easy in a lot of positions that, yeah, you know, it's actually annoying. You can throw um, rocks to distract things, and it's yeah. like, oh well, that sort of. Or you thing. can just stand, like crouch in long grass. And I was doing this at one of these little towns. Like, there's a town where you there's a a nest inside a building. Yeah. But they keep coming out, and they just walk out of this nest, and then you're hiding in the long grass, like across the road from the exit of the building. Yeah. So they walk straight out, and then just kind of start walking directly to you. And you know they can't see you or smell you because yeah. they're kind of walking slowly and, you know, they're not worried. But then they get to the edge of the grass and you just... It comes up with the triangle button, so you press it and jump up, stab them in the head, they die, you get the ear. And I swear I would have had probably a pile of about 15 <laughs> zombies sitting at the edge of this and they just kept walking out going... Ah, ah. <laughs> and like walking over and just kind of <laughs> and just get died. And, then, <laughs> and after about probably uh, eight or ten minutes of just standing in the long grass waiting for more zombies, I was like, this is getting boring. Nothing's yeah. happening. Like I was hoping that something would eventually happen, yeah. but it didn't. Um, but yeah, there's another one where you come across the government guys and they've actually found a cave yeah. where there are a horde inside it. Yeah. So they land and then, you know, you've got to go down and sneak around behind their back because if they see you, they'll kill you straight away. And you can't hurt them at all. No. Which is weird because they're just wearing like a cloth suit. Yeah. Like a decontamination suit or whatever. Yeah, it seemed kind Hazmat of weird. suit. Yeah. You could literally just stab them and fuck their life. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, but they're no, like, oh, they're, too, they're far too armoured. Yeah. So don't don't muck around. But with I them. don't mind that because it's a cool little stealth mission. There's yeah. a couple of missions like and that. And I kind of enjoyed that. Like, but again, they did make it really easy. Yeah. Because it was like, okay, go from this long grass to that long grass. There's very and, conveniently placed long grass. Yeah, yeah. I walked up to the helicopter, and it's like, if you get in the helicopter, there will be pro- uh, proximity sensors that will set off an alarm. So don't do that. Oh wow! I was like. Why can't I just get in and just fucking fly <laughs> exactly. off with the helicopter and yeah. leave them? Fuck them. You'd run out of petrol. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Imagine how many, how much trust you'd get for turning up with a helicopter. Oh, yeah, I know. They'd be like, I wouldn't. I'd just go straight, pick up fucking <laughs> wrecked arm booze man <laughs> and just go, let's go find Let's go island. north. Yeah. That's the plan. Let's go north. <laughs> yeah, man. When are we going to ride north? Uh, when your arm's healed up, we'll... 
We'll be right <laughs> out here. That guy's going to die. I'm not. Oh, yeah. I haven't finished the story yet, yeah. but he's, he's fucked. Yeah. Before you go north, and then it'll be like, no, now I have yeah. to go north because that's yeah. In the fucking outpost that they have. We're kind of just chatting now, which is fine. Yeah, but they, the yeah. outpost where Deacon and Booze Hound have. <laughs> Deacon and the booze hound. It's just like an out uh, an outpost, like a lookout tower. Yeah, and it has a chain link fence around it, and then stairs up to get into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So literally anyone could just see a fucking lookout tower <laughs> and go, "I might go over there and check that out," and yeah. just climb the barbed wire fence or cut their way through it. Yeah, true. Wouldn't and just walk up the stairs. Yeah. and just shank the fucking <laughs> dude who's in a fever dream half the time. Yeah, yeah. but it was funny. I was at this one place where I. I turned up, oh, where was it? Just near, it was just off the side of the, the train line. There's like this little um, bad guy settlement kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know why they're there, but anyway. Yeah, um, there's one that's like got a, a, basically what looks like just a path that hordes just run yeah, through. Yeah, in the middle of it. Like yeah. Like a, a big cavern. Like, how the fuck are you guys all alive up above yeah, this? Yeah, I know. There's I, a few I, bear traps that saved them. <laughs> But there's a whole bunch of like um, either bodies or zombies hanging, yeah, hanging from underneath yeah. that walkway, which I thought was really weird because anytime you're near it, you look down and there's heaps of zombies eating shit. Like not heaps and heaps, but there's at least yeah. a dozen. Yeah. Um, and you kind of think to yourself, if they're there and we're just hanging around up up like 50 meters above them, not even 20 meters above yeah. them, why are they not walking up here? There is a walkway just around yeah. the corner. But yeah, anyway. I, I saw a couple as I was stealthing through that where there was a zombie just attacking a guy and he oh, was yeah. just walking on his patrol path <laughs> while this thing was like... <laughs> and he's just like... <laughs> I don't notice. You're not even hurting me. But, um, he things must be that wearing we... one of those hazmat yeah. suits. <laughs> so things that we like is like the horde is cool. Yeah. That moment when I got captured, I thought that was a cool sort of break to break up the yeah, monotony yeah that was pretty good um and there's the, a couple the of other moments stuff like is that. pretty good yeah um but i wish there was just something bigger yeah like something more well, that it, it, it is missing it seems like it's a sort of a couple of steps short of what it needed to be but then they've gone well we've got this so let's just multiply that yeah and maybe. have lots of that yeah. That's slightly below what we expect. Mm. Um, so, yeah. But in general, I'm having a pretty good time with it. Yeah, I, I did enjoy it when I, I was playing it. Um, but Rage 2 drops in like a week, so whether I finish it, mm. you know, yeah. go from one zombie game I, to another, basically. I can't see me playing too much more of it, to be yeah. honest. I'd like um, to finish the story, but fucking hell, the dialogue is poorly written. Mm. So. Yeah. No, totally I'd give agree. that like a three and a half out of five. Yeah, I think three and a half. A pretty solid three and a half. Mm. I don't think it's worth a four, but yeah, I don't know. It's not bad. It, yeah. It's kind of fun. It's got I don't a know lot if it, to do. I don't know you... if I could play 60 hours of it. Yeah, so yeah. it's supposed to be 60 to 80 hours to fully 100% complete it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess if you're looking for a game that's reasonably fun like some people are really enjoying it yeah. so more power to them I think it's cool enough like I, I have a lot of fun with just riding around and then seeing a horde or seeing something and just going out and trying to clear everything mm-hmm. it's shitty with hordes early on I assume it gets better as you play more but it's yeah. shitty early on because you have like I said you have hardly any explosives hardly any ammo Yeah, so you're really limited Mm. but um, yeah it's it's fun enough yeah I think so yeah three and a half three and a half for that one well next time we will probably have um, Rage 2 Rage 2 which would be quite good I don't know what else we'll have Um, to talk about and maybe if if you're so inclined we might be able to talk about um, John Wick 3 (laughs) I don't know when they're going to make a John Wick game Man, John Wick is so cool. Yes. Totally. But anyway, that's it for this episode. Yeah. If you want to send us a a message or tell me what DARPA's from. um, (laughs) I think it's a real thing. DARPA. Yeah? 
Anyway, podcast at dropbeargaming.com. That's right. Hit us up on Instagram at drop underscore bear underscore gaming. Follow us on Facebook. And don't forget to follow us on Spotify and listen to us. Yeah, through your Spotify's. On, on Spotify. Yeah, perfect. I hope you enjoyed the new intro. Uh, <laughs> and we'll probably not be doing that one again. I can't even remember how it went. <laughs> it was that Until then, goodbye. See ya. Google, tell us a tongue twister. Pheasant pluckers, son, I'm only plucking pheasants till the pheasant plucker comes. I'm not the pheasant plucker. I'm the pheasant plucker's mate and I'm only plucking pheasants cause the pheasant plucker's late. <laughs> Try that one on. <laughs> That's terrible.